process. Hello, hello, and welcome back. This is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy. And if this is Monday, this must be the fix. I am so glad that you tuned in, and I hope that you turn on to the message of hope, of wellness, of recovery, of becoming whole, of becoming well, of walking through life one day at a time, learning how to live life on life's terms, and learning even how to orchestrate that life by making decisions that are in alignment with what we say we want out of this thing called life. And the best way to do that is to be the best possible version of me that I can be so I can be of maximum value to you. And that is what Recovery Guy is all about. Hey, I've got a huge shout out to John Marker in California, and John Barker is our website administrator extraordinaire, uh, everything that's up on recoveryguide.org. Uh, John helps orchestrate and make sure it stays neat. If there's any video content, anything that you'd like to see there, message me, message John, and let's see what we can do. John also had a new addition, him and Kim just had a brand new baby, so shout out, congratulations that new little life that's in the world. John's a great friend and an amazing father and a husband, and I'm sure this new edition will be loved as well. Huge shout out to JJ in the podcast studio with me today. And of course, Juan is responsible for getting all of our podcasts uh, re-engineered and up on all of our channels. So thank you to everyone who supports this. And thank you, the listeners and those who subscribe and share and comment. You know, you are such a fuel to my energy. Um, obviously, anyone, you know, there's so many great podcast people out there producing some great content. And I, and I hope you're getting a little taste of everything like a podcast buffet. Uh, not all of us are going to speak to you 100% of the time, exactly 100% of what you want to hear. But I think if you get a great eclectic view to us, you know, um, you will um, uh, get a great feel for what you want. Huge shout out to those who serve at Annie's House, a wonderful, wonderful residential recovery program uh, in Utah. And I have an opportunity to get there last Wednesday. And what a great opportunity to share hope and recovery to all those who are trying to see what's going to work because something has to work, right? Because the way we were living while we were out there was not getting it done, was not getting it done. So we we come in, we have hopes, and it really doesn't matter what your background is. It really doesn't really matter, matter if you have an addiction to alcohol or drugs or food or anger or pornography. No matter what it is, we all have a piece of us that's a little bit broken, right? We all need to get a little well. We all need to recover from something that occurred to us in our life, some without our permission, and some we were active participants in that negative journey in our life. And we get to a certain point where, as it said, we're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we say, I need to change. But where do we go? 
What do we do? Remember early on in your recovery and you got to that point where you, you didn't know what step to go in, but you knew the steps you were taking were going to be your demise or, or destroy something that you wanted to keep that was dear to you, that was special to you. For some of us, it was a relationship. For some of us, it's a job. For some of us, it's being able to keep our children. For some of us, it's, it's able to even keep our driver's license. I remember when I was a DUI counselor in California, these people were going and some of them had a drinking problem. Some of them didn't. They just, uh, drinking became a problem because they weren't smart and when they drank and when they drove, right? So, so everyone needs a certain thing in their life at a particular time. And we get to a place and we think, okay, I need to make a change. What do I do? Right. And then we find that change. And early on, we're trying to find our place. We're trying to see what works and see what doesn't work. And, and I was reading on Instagram today and I came across this person named Fran and it was so cool because now we follow each other and, and I dig that a lot. I'm always discovering new people on IG and Facebook and, and the other social media platforms that I that I operate from. And here's what Fran said, and I want to share on this today and sort of expand on it just a little, but it was it was a great point of questioning for me. And I want to share it with you because I think it's a place where we all can question ourselves. Now, before I go on, please subscribe, listen, share comment. I love the comments that we're getting, not only in suggestions of what we might be able to produce in content, but are we hitting the target? So please let me know. I do read every single one. I do take them very seriously. We're up over, we're approaching 650 between all of our channels and and we're still relatively new to publishing uh, through these channels on a regular basis, but we're we're, we're doing great, and, and I'm so grateful to you. So please keep listening. Please keep commenting. Please keep sharing. Would you do that, please, and subscribe? So here's the deal. Fran, in their Instagram post today, said, when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. Let that sink in for just a minute. When you feel like quitting, think about why you started. And I, and I love this because, again, as, as we look to certainly primarily deal with people who are in some type of recovery, again, everyone in life is recovering from something. You know, if, if you tell me your life is perfect and you don't need to recover from something, um, I just assume you'll lie about other things also, right? Because we, we all, you know, and, and I don't care, you know, I, I have my friend Slow Will, uh, the happy, grateful, recovered alcoholic. He'll have 40 years this January 1st. And my friend Buddy and Eddie and Steve and Scott and all the individuals I know with, you know, 20, 30 more years than me, right? Um they still are looking to get well in certain areas. They are still in recovery. And and I guarantee you, even for those of us who have recovered, 
as it says, from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. How I stay recovered is by staying in recovery. Because as I go along this journey, and that's what recovery is, it's not a destination. I never arrive. I'm never done. There's always something else in me that can even go to another level. Remember, good is the enemy of best. Again, good is the enemy of best. And it's not to say that from time to time, we can't just sort of slow down and rest on the plateau and enjoy the view from the elevated position we are now at. But that's like a base camp, right? And we settle there, we get our rest, we get our nutrition, we get our strength, we we look internally, uh, or maybe a response from externally that we've been getting from something we've been doing, and we evaluate it and see what needs to be changed from what we are doing, or we find something else that we want to incorporate and make our and make our own, and we do that, and and now we're going to another level to become what I call more, right? My middle name is More. I never want to stop getting things in my life, again, that make me a better version of me so I can be a more equipped vessel for you. That is our, that is my obligation. If you want to own it, then I invite you to own it because I guarantee you that there's nothing more valuable than a person who doesn't think they have value suddenly finds themselves valuable to others. And again, if you go back to one of my recent podcasts, it's about insecurity and, and, and finding value in who we are and what we're doing and the journey and the path that we're on. So again, when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. You know, we were hurting so bad, and especially in the beginning, we have all of these things that are coming on us. When we come face to face with what we had become and who we had disappointed, especially those of us who were deeply involved in behavioral addictions that became chronic in their nature. We lose sight of everything that we are and all that we want to accomplish for ourselves and be to other people. That's why guys like me do terrible things like leave and walk out on an amazing wife or abandon our children like I shamefully did. Thank God those children today love me and care for me and we engage. I'm one of the more fortunate ones. It took a little while, but they finally see me as a person who really cares about them and is willing to make a difference. And and I'm so grateful for that. But in the beginning, I can remember feeling like quitting. And I thought, I don't know if I can do this. But then I looked back on the pain and the suffering and the despair that got me to start down this journey. And I didn't know how much I could go forward, but I knew that going backward was no longer an option. I came into the program of recovery through Gamblers Anonymous and eventually got to AA in, in February of 1986, and I went into treatment at the Nevada Treatment Center 
over on Martin Luther King Boulevard. It's kind of over by Charleston, if you're familiar with the Las Vegas at all. And, and if you don't think you can get sober anywhere, folks, I got clean and sober in Las Vegas, Nevada. It can be done anywhere. So I remember going in and I wasn't sure if I could do it, but I knew I couldn't do and continue to do what I had been doing. Because that morning I looked in the mirror and I realized that if something in my life did not change, I was going to die. Period. And I didn't want to die. As I said before, I, I just didn't know how to live. So I remember why I started. But, you know, I, I got sort of sidetracked. And, and part of me was feeling like I, I wasn't sure if I could do this. And the other part said, well, you know, you, can, you don't need all of this. You can just go do your own version of it. And at 72 days, um, I decided to go back out. And I ended up in the Rhett Butler Motel on uh, 15th and Fremont, a uh, little place called Heroin Heights. And I, and I sat in that hotel room and I went catty corner to the Sundowner Lounge Saloon and, and tried to recapture that feeling of being an almost. And I sat there and I tried to feel like an almost again, and it just wasn't working. And, and in a moment of clarity, I remembered why I started. I remembered what it was like to feel like I was going to die. And I did not want to die. So rather than stay in that hotel room anymore, at the end of the fifth day, I walked back to the turning point in Las Vegas, Nevada. I called my sponsor, Max, at the end of the afternoon, the late lunch bunch meeting that my friend Buddy was chair of. 40 years later, to this day, Buddy is still chairing that meeting in Las Vegas, 41 years later, by the way. So we'll talk later on about the value and the importance of service combined with a lifelong recovery. It is available. But it's an amazing example of how to serve others. But I remembered why I started and we got on our knees and we did the third step prayer. And I realized that I had to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understood God. And I remembered why I came down this journey and what I needed to do to continue the journey to get well. And every time I felt like quitting, I remembered why I started. And, you know, that's what's really cool about reading this post from Fran today, that 33 and a half years later of personal recovery, I still remember why I started. I will never forget that feeling of hopelessness and helplessness as I sat down and I did that first step, as many of you know, is that we had admitted we were powerless over our substance and our life had become unmanageable. I will never forget that. It says, we don't regret the past, nor do we wish to shut the door on it. I will always desire to do, as my friend Pete the Greek says, a perfect step one. And that is remembering why I started. I have something I really want to share with you today as part of this and really encourage you and give you a, a great send-off to Monday's The Fix. 
It is a Sanskrit poem, and maybe you have heard about the Sanskrit poem before. This particular Sanskrit poem, look to this day, was attributed to uh, Kalidasa. And Kalidasa is very interesting. It um, from a from a, a meaning and the history of it from uh, Wikipedia. The it it's the servant of Kali, and it's from the name of a Hindu goddess Kali, and it is combined with Sanskrit meaning servant. And it was the name of a fourth fourth century Indian poet and dramatist. So Kalidasa means servant, and so. This poem, this Sanskrit poem is meant to serve you and me. And so I hope when I read it and break it down to you, you will see even from the fourth century, right? The fourth century is 300 AD. You feel me? That's how long ago this name and the idea of this came into being. It says, look to this day. For it is life, the very life of life. In its brief course lie all the verities and realities of your existence. The bliss of growth, the glory of action, the splendor of achievement. For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. But today, well-lived, makes every yesterday a dream of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day. Boom. Doesn't this blow your mind? Have you ever heard this Sanskrit poem before? I was first introduced to it probably 30 years ago. And I love the intention of it because I love the reality of my existence. Who doesn't like the bliss of growth? Who doesn't look forward to the glory of action, right? Recovery is about action. I love the splendor of achievement, of accomplishing something. It covers so many things today. It is the very life of life. Check this out. Here's how important today is. Yesterday, I'm recording this on Sunday night or broadcast Monday morning. So on Sunday night here, yesterday was Saturday. But when I was in Saturday, it wasn't yesterday. It was today. Now, Sunday night. Tomorrow, when I wake up, tomorrow is Monday. When I get to Monday, it's no longer tomorrow. It's today. So as I move through these phases, these 24-hour periods, yesterday was today when it was yesterday, when I was in yesterday. But now that I'm in today, it's yesterday. Tomorrow is tomorrow, except when I get to tomorrow, it is today. And then Tuesday becomes tomorrow. Every, every day that I'm in, whether it was yesterday or tomorrow, when I'm in that day, it's today. That's how powerful today is. 
it incorporates yesterday and today into today. I, I hope that makes sense to you. It, it makes sense to, to this mind. But here's what I love. Yesterday is but a dream. I can remember it. And tomorrow is only a vision. But today, right now, well lived, makes every yesterday a dream of happiness and tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day. So the emphasis is on today. If I am to have a dream of yesterday, and yesterday was a pretty great day. It's a great dream. But it is a great dream because when it was today, I made the most of it. So when I got to today and, 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 and yesterday becomes yesterday, I can look back on it fondly. And, and based on how I live today, boy, I want to be encouraged tomorrow. When I get to tomorrow, I can be so glad that I'm there because of what I did today, which tomorrow would be yesterday, right? You see the connection? Tomorrow, a vision of hope. Who doesn't want hope? I want hope. We all want hope. Here's what John Maxwell, the great motivational speaker and leadership trainer said. And, and this was a, a quote that Zig Ziglar likes to quote as well. John Maxwell said, if there's hope in the present, there's power in the future. And tomorrow, of course, is that vision of hope. But I can actually have that hope today that will make the vision of hope tomorrow even more reality because even before tomorrow gets here, I have power. And who doesn't want power? You know, I had to admit I was powerless and how unmanageable my life had become. And if you're a 12-step person or not, it still has value when I look at step 11, where I gained power, where I sought through prayer and meditation to improve that conscious contact with God as, as we understood God praying only for the knowledge of his will and the power to carry that out. I have hope and I have power. And what a great combination that is. So when, when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. Think about the day that you've been given and how grateful we are that we have today. For every one of us who has today looking well to this day and the splendor of achievement and the bliss of growth and the glory of action, there are thousands who wished they could have our day. They wished they could have our yesterday being a dream. They would only hope that tomorrow would be a vision, something that they could look forward to. That's what a vision is looking forward to something. Are you looking forward to tomorrow? I hope you are. I hope you've enjoyed today so much that your hope for tomorrow is that vision. I hope you find yourself there. I'm so encouraged by this life that I've been given. 
I'm so encouraged by the things that I can share with you and the things that you can share back with me. It makes it so powerful. Again, we become that synergistic response to two different elements coming together. You come from your direction of recovery and why you want to recover, and I come from mine. And together, we make this powerful third element that surpasses all understanding and can do anything, anything. Because when you and I are in agreement, there is a third power that comes upon us in that agreement that allows us to transcend anything that we could have done on our own and makes even the impossible possible. I hope you did not quit today. I hope it was because of you thought about not only why you started, but you look to this day. I'm so glad that you joined me today for The Fix. Join me every Monday for The Fix. Join join me Thursday for the checkup and soon for the Wednesday coffee break. We, We want this Recovery Guide podcast to be a growing community where you can come and find a place and call it home. Because who doesn't like to come home? I know I do. My name is Robert. I'm the recovery guy. Please, whether you listen on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of the major channels, tell a friend, copy and share this podcast with someone that you love, that you know is suffering, that you know needs to go to another level. Visit my website at recoveryguy.org. I have 32 video segments on wellness. They're all free. Download them, share them. Let's grow together and let's join in this thing called recovery, as Bill would say, in brotherly and harmonious action. Have a great day. This has been Robert. I am the recovery guy. I was trying to do everything I could.